there, and welcome to Mozilla Cast Learning Points. I'm Rob. And I'm Johnny. And we're two junior doctors who graduated from Newcastle University. In these tracks, we answer common questions from medical students about practical difficulties in the Mosler. This episode's question comes from Sophie in Stirling. I don't know if it's my wonderful personality or not, but my patients just won't stop talking. Am I just that likeable? Or how can I get them to stop? Help me, Moslecast, you're my only hope. I wouldn't know anything about being likeable, Sophie, but we all get difficult patients from time to time. Unfortunately, one of those times might just be your Mosler, so... It's a really good idea to be prepared for the worst. In this episode, we'll tell you about how we prepare for patients who talk too much, those who don't talk enough, and those situations where you're not sure who to talk to. Let's kick off with the chatterboxes, those who love to ramble. It's important to put yourself in the shoes of these patients and understand why they are talking so much. Some don't get that many opportunities to share their experiences with someone so interested in their story. However, whilst it is lovely on the war to spend time getting to know these patients, in a Mosler, you have to be a little bit selfish. The trick is to be ruthless with your time, while still maintaining professionalism. How should you respond when faced with someone who seems to be going on and on and on? Try to avoid watching the clock, looking impatient, whilst at the same time trying to hold back the tears. Try to find a pause in their conversation, anywhere, and interrupt. But gently. I'd recommend using empathy here. Say something like, I understand that this is important to you, and if we have time we can come back to chat about it later. But first, I'd like to talk about this. This might be a little white lie, but the patient will understand. It also gives you the opportunity to signpost the next section of your history and keeps everything on the right track. Don't be afraid to do this, as it shows the examiner that you're aware of what parts of the history are important and which aren't. Crisis averted. Sometimes, a talkative patient can be a luxury. Do you ever find yourself taking a history where all you can hear is the clock ticking and the gentle snoring of the examiner? I know I have, Rob. Patients who don't share much in their histories are not quite as common in the Mosler, as patient volunteers tend to have spoken to medical students in the past, and you may be the third or fourth student they have seen that day. Still, it's best to be armed with some decent communication skills to make the best of a difficult situation should it arise. What works for me when I feel like I'm in a one-way conversation is a good variation of open and closed questions. Try open questions at first. Tell me more about your pain. What is the most difficult aspect of these symptoms? As long as you've demonstrated to the examiner that you can ask the right questions, then you can get away with closing your questions later on. When it comes to closed questions, be careful since these can sometimes seem like an interrogation. Punctuate your questions with ice, signposting and summarising. You never know, the patient might surprise you. Using active listening with nodding and good body language can really set you apart from other candidates. At the same time, don't be afraid to use a little bit of silence. This might help the patient open up a little. The Mosler can have some more surprising stations. You could walk into a room and find that it's crowded with people. 
As well as your patient and examiner, the patient may have a carer, partner or parent with them, not to mention the slick-looking GMC rep lurking in the corner. The main learning point here is to remember that the patient is at the centre of the consultation. The carer, parent and partner are all there to help you communicate with that patient and elicit as much information as you can. Let's take the patient and parent in MoslerCast episode 3, for example. The child in this case isn't giving much away. This is similar to the quieter patient we just discussed. You must make sure you demonstrate that you have at least tried to get information from her. Direct your questions at the child whilst using the mum to confirm facts and fill in any gaps. Also, you may find that some parents can transform into the super chatty patients we discussed earlier. Centering the consultation on the child will mean that you don't get really drawn into an in-depth analysis of the child's vaccination schedule, for example. In doing this, make sure your language is appropriate to the child. Then, when you turn to talk about information that only the parent can know about, such as birth history, make sure you signpost this with the child. This means that hopefully they'll respect you and might offer a bit more information in the rest of your history. So, to sum up for you, Sophie, the key is don't panic. I know it's not an ideal situation, but there are ways to work around it and show off your communication skills at the same time. Also, remember that your examiner is probably pretty sharp and will realise that you're in a difficult situation. Next time on Mosler Cast Learning Points, we'll be addressing your ideas, concerns and expectations about vague presenting complaints. Thanks for listening. MoslerCast is created by MediSense. You can find more MoslerCasts on our website, www.medisense.org.uk. Thanks for listening.